You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. We're going to have a great segue from what we were just talking about. So you guys, Bing is for doing, and we are so happy to be doing Sons of Anarchy. Season 5, Episode 9, Andare Picare, which Italian translation was what? To go fishing. To go fishing. Kevin Undergar here with my old lady. Chrisley Kennedy. What's up, guys? So Chrisley, we just talked about a past job she had. And, yeah. And, um... And she wouldn't sleep with the boss, and so she got let go. Happens. And I was like, God, we couldn't take one for the team. <laughs> wasn't yes. worth it. I know, but like, it wasn't worth it. But Tara, it. you could see Tara. Tara at least put the hand on the head. She she made way. Right. She made she right. halfway there. You would you have done that? I mean, that wasn't bad. Not a big I deal. Mean, totally different circumstances. The circumstances are so different. I was so cheering that she would do that for him because I'm like, this poor guy. Yeah, I was... Come on, man. Not a big deal. Hand on the head. And uh, anyway, but we'll totally get into uh, the Tower Auto, Nero, Gemma, and the craziness a little later in the show. Yes. Let's, Let's begin with... Well, first of all, on Diary Picari for our audience, you, you looked it up immediately after we went off the air. Because I had no idea what it meant, and, and the English translation of it is, because it's Italian, is to go fishing. To go fishing. Which at first I was like, I don't understand. Oh, Frankie was at the fishing house. Right. Got it. And they were going fishing. They, well, yeah, he was trying. Fishing for Frankie. Mm-hmm. Um, Frankie finally meets his maker, and I know there's a lot that goes along with it. And before we get into it, do you think this was... Do you think it was a worthwhile role for Chuck Zito? I go back and forth because I keep going back to the, the lawsuit with FX and I wonder... And if we think that it was a mercy. Like I wonder right? if it was all this thing settlement. so that they would kind of... He would be okay with it. But I First also part know of the that... settlement, right? Right. He loved being on set. All the guys on set loved him. So there was definitely no animosity. Everyone that we've spoken to has spoke very highly of Frankie. And I mean, he's as authentic as it can get. The Nomads was his real motorcycle club. So I mean... Authenticity is there. I just I felt that was um, it was great for his career. You yes. know, it's, it was a great hit for him, and he was lucky because they stretched it out. I mean, they he totally made it nine it episodes. He right, and I thought originally it ha- when I had read an article about the lawsuit, they said he was slated for two or three. So they really, and I wonder if that was because you know the guys really liked working with them, and he had a great time on set and the authenticity was there like I said so I wonder if it went from something very small and got stretched out because of who he is 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, I, I feel that I was part of the settlement. Mm-hmm. And I feel like knowing him, he's not a guy that backs down no. to anything. So I think that he wouldn't just be happy with two or three episodes. I feel like, hey, this is just a theory. This is just a theory. But I feel like he got his, for the settlement, it had to be significant. So it had to be two-thirds of the season or more three-quarters, whatever. Um, and I feel like, because Kurt Sutter we know is so stubborn and also he's not one to creatively waver. Right. I could see no. him doing just enough. He made it work. It was great, but not so much. Not not so much like we've seen with other guest stars right. in the past. The relationship between um, Chuck and Kurt, though, I have to say, Kurt doesn't seem like the one that would sugarcoat anything, and they tweet back and forth all the time, um, and he talked about oh, okay. this episode being huge for Frankie, and wait, wait till we see what he did to him. Right. So I okay. feel like that there was definitely some kind of camaraderie between all them. All right. Okay. So Fair enough. Um, it's just hard, I think, to believe Frankie, because as authentic as he is, I mean, he's this is he, this is his real life. At the same time, seeing him next to the rest of the guys who we've believed to be this motorcycle club, there's such a difference between them right. that I think that that was a stretch for me. It, speaking of which, when we get when they when they the club goes up to the bar uh, where they're having the the illegal poker game, the I'm mobsters, the mobsters, yeah, um, the one brother who brought them in, he looked like a real biker. Right. He was oh, big. absolutely. And yeah. um, I always see, you know, I, I love, I love, I mean, I love all the characters, and I love Bobby Elvis, but it's always hard for me to buy, buy him as the VP because he's so just chubby little fat guy. You know, it looks like to me not this intimidating presence. But you were great in correcting me and saying that you knew people yeah. that were very high up, third, fourth in command, that were just as kind of. And I feel like because today's motorcycle club is not Sons of Anarchy. They're not killing people left and right. They're not doing things like that. They have right. legitimate businesses, and they're doing different things. And these guys have been in these clubs for years. Right. So you're going to get that old biker guy with the I mean, belly because he didn't take care of himself. Right. He drank beer and rode his bike. Right. He's not so in the gym. for me, he's probably one of the most believable. Okay. So we're, we're, we're on the hunt for Frankie, and Clay uh, and Juice are dealing with it. Begin with a C, the cap- I'm, I don't know what the name is. I'm sorry. Here, I wrote it down. Oh, the Kakuzis. Right. And he gets all the info he needs, gives some money and some right. guns to the Kakuzis. And, you know, I, I love how Clay has all the old friends. Like, of if course. you notice, he's got the old guard between the Irish and, you know, that still respect him. Well, because he's been the president for so long, they can't not. They can't not come up for him. And, and to see how it is painful to see how put upon Juice is. Every scene you see him, right? It's breaking me down. Like, Juice is breaking me down. He was one of my favorite characters. He's always, he's never been the really strong guy, like Opie or any of them. He's always been the one that kind of shuffles his feet in the background, kind of gets himself into awkward corners. But now I hurt for him. Loves the club, though, and always willing to take one for the team. Always. And just bad choices. And now, do you think, and this is more, we will get into some predictions. Is there any chance at all that Kurt Sutter doesn't do the obvious and kill him? Is I mean, there I would any hope chance? So. I would hope so. Theo's such a great actor, um, and he's such a great part of the show. And I feel like you need that guy that's kind of 
in the background and slapping his feet around. And I, I mean, he's been around for so long. But when who thought Opie would die? It's right, and I feel like somebody has to. And by the way, like I can't believe this. Like, um, I loved Opie, but I'm I'm okay. I don't I don't even want to say the words, but I I I'm gonna say it. I don't miss him. <gasps> I do. I miss their relationship between Opie and Jax is what I miss the but most. But I'm so, but he's, but this writing, Kurt's got me so on the edge of my seat. Oh my God. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I wish he were back because right. I loved Opie. But the writing's would, brilliant. But right, so I'm li- I'm all in. And right. that's kind of like sad how we, we move on so quickly. Yeah. You know, it's, everything is, you know, and I think in a season or two it would be like, Opie who? I know. Isn't that crazy? It's sad. It's totally, it's really sad. I hope Juice isn't next. I hope he's not next, but... You know, the, here's the hard thing. It's like somebody has to pay for this, and we we f- believe it's not going to be Clay. Of course, because Ron Perman's a star, and we know that he's kind of the glue that holds this together. Absolutely, and you know, Clay honed in on Juice's weakness. He knew that there was some sort oh. of vulnerability, and he had to find it. And now he knows that because they shared those two secrets, he 100% believes that Juice doesn't have the balls to go against him, and he's. Hopefully not right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, mean I, I I don't know. It was it's it was it was. Anyway, let's let's talk about the fact that we we go up to the club. We, excuse me. We go to the poker hall. Well, we before have, we even get to the yeah. poker call, right. hall, Clay fakes hands. That was great. Completely fakes that his hands are hurting. Right. And says I can't ride and gives up his bike to. Our wonderful friend Chris Reed, yep. but I mean, Filthy he Phil. gives up his bike and gets in the van with Juice because he knows one, Juice is going to do whatever he says, and two, he's going to get to Frankie before the club does. Right. Really smart. So he's he is always five steps ahead. Always, I say it every week. Like I don't know when, and I feel like with Jack's it's continuing, clo- it's closing in on him. It is. I mean, I I don't understand how the entire club didn't question him being there before them i think well you know bobby's saying yeah you're right they would question but it's so speculative and we all have to hang on to the belief that a club would not just murder an ex-president so quickly and if you noticed when they voted to kill frankie it was like okay we all agree he did it then it was like okay yeah we definitely kill him jacks was so hesitant to hit the gavel did you notice he's like he, he was it was great because he almost he hated the fact that he's killing a brother right which was great you know what i mean he knew the he guy also would die. knew that he had this deal with the sheriff and finding out who the rat at his table was right. more important so, you think, so he so you think that he was the hesitation yeah. i think that okay. was the hesitation because gotcha. i feel like at this point he's That's been right. brutally You're killing right. people i feel like his hesitation was more so that he knew that he made this deal he wanted to find out who the rat was because that is so crucial to this whole environment right now right so clay of course gets there first um, not after, a, not before the brawl in the bar. The brawl in the bar, you know, I was telling you in the, the stories I always knew when it was mobsters versus bikers, the stories I knew mobsters won. Yeah. But <laughs> not tonight. Not tonight they did. Not tonight. Not tonight they did. Bikers ruled. Bikers won. Um, little business goes down. There's 500,000. Do you think there really was 500,000? That was stolen. I thought it was 150 that came out of the safe. You know, it's so funny. I couldn't remember, but I think it was only 150 thousand. And and he and Jack just blew it up to right make a bigger deal out of it. Well, because then Frankie would have to give them more money because then he lied about the money. Right. 
Um, by the way, uh, Nero doesn't get any of that money back, wasn't it? Nero's money in his safe? Well, Jax gave Nero back the money. Gotcha. So Nero fronted it because it happened in his business. Right. And then Jack said he would get the money back to Nero. So And he did give it back to him? I don't know if we saw it or if it okay. was just the understood that it was going to happen. So we didn't really put any thought into it. Okay. And we have, of course, the, the shootout. You didn't like how the, you, the mobster ended up shooting his mouth off, saying, yeah, they're coming. Yeah, he should have been a little smarter. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, thank you, Phil. Bullets. Bullets, thank you, Phil. It was... Like, I mean, that's like rookie, like mobster 101. You don't tell them people are coming to kill them. I mean, who makes that mistake? That guy in the bad shirt. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, maybe because he's fourth string. I don't know. It was just, I, I felt like it, I just felt like it was a bad move on his part, which clearly it was because then Frankie killed him. And then, you know what I mean? It just, I understand why they did it for the set of events and the way but that you had happened. But you know what? You, listen. Yeah, I'm far be it for me to criticize because I love the writing on the show. But you could you couldn't have gotten there. He yeah, could've, he could have seen him on the phone, been paranoid, and shot him. You know what I mean? We could right. come up with something without else. him saying, "Yeah, coming to get you." Um, so they come, and of course, it's this big confrontation. And Jax gets there in time to, uh, you know, we think avert the killing, and then the mobster blows his head off. Which. Another thing, totally just annoying for us as viewers, as, I mean, obviously we want, but before the mobster killed him and before Clay got into the house, Frankie told Juice the truth. Frankie told Juice that Clay set it up in motion. We broke into the house. We have the safe. We returned the documents back to Clay. And he says legal documents, which is great. So there's some specific facts he knows. And I think before, and hopefully Juice doesn't die, that's going to get revealed. I mean, I would hope so. No. And you saw Juice questioning it because he knows what Clay's capable of and you saw him questioning it and you saw that face and then in comes Clay and he didn't have a second chance to think about it because then the rest of the crew came in. So I'm curious to see where that goes. Wow. Well, we'll find out. Um, You guys, iTunes, uh, you had the love and support we've gotten Thanks to Chris Lee, her <laughs> fan following. It's not just me. But, um, Phil, it, you'll love this. We, I think we have, I don't know how many reviews that we have. We may have. Over mo- 30. Oh, yeah. And we're five stars, Phil. Yeah, we're, we have perfect score. <laughs> Only those bastards on Scandal do, be- you know, do better. They have like 90 or maybe 100 ratings at five stars. But we're second. We're getting there. It's first season. Anyway, please keep going to iTunes and rating and commenting on us. We love it. It's great. And uh, any questions that you have, uh, we answer them. And um, if you want to see how pretty Chris Lee really is, that's why I always say to our <laughs> audio fans, uh, go see us on YouTube and yeah. uh, leave comments there as well. So Tara and Otto, we, we t- talked about it at the opening of the show. She gets in there, and um, it's only a matter of time before she's going to be banned. And I'm, cu- I'm glad that came up, by the way, that right. eventually they're going to see a connection between her and the club. Because I was always thought it was a little shady that she was able to just volunteer and become part of it with a thorough background well, check. Well, there was no paperwork. But I'm glad they brought it up. Yeah, there was no, there was no legal documentation. But we know that now. Her. But we know that now, and that right. was nice. And... Um, I'm always, you know, it, it's, you and I were so tense 
when when he asked to smell her wrist. We the first thing out of your mouth was, he's going to bite her. He's going to bite yeah, her. No, I was like, oh my God. And you know what he's capable of. I mean, he's stuck things in people's ears to kill them. I mean, he's brutally killed people behind bars. So it wouldn't be a total stretch for Kurt Sutter to write that in. And the reason I thought he would, because I thought it would drag that plot on longer. Right. So then she has to go back again with, with a bite mark in her wrist. Now she keeps trying, you know, right. but so tense. And the you know, and then the buzzer and, you know, we, we all, we like totally flinched. Yeah, it was... But... That scene was very tense and very dramatic. Right. To say the least. But sad, you know, you got his pain. You totally got his pain. I mean, he lived and died for that club. And he went into jail for that club. And the only thing that he ever loved besides that club was Luann, who died, who... Was banging Bobby and... You know, so many messy things involved there. And he, he, he hurt for the club and for Luann and for so many reasons. And it was... It was kind of sweet to see that soft side of him as much as it got a little gross um, to see him kind of let that guard down and feel something when he when he had that smell. I mean, we all smell something and it reminds us of someone. So, so it's kind so of a cool scene. You s- do you see him turning now you know, to help the club? Now is it definite or is it just a step in the right direction? I don't know that it's definite, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. Um. The one thing that you were uncomfortable with, and I was like, was Tara then smelling it and masturbating? Why? Why was that? I I don't know why that scene was needed, and I don't know if maybe they'll give us something next week that will make us understand. Um, I... I know that she felt very sad for Otto in that moment. And as much as that's a really awkward thing to have to sit through, she took one for the team um, and didn't have to do anything but sit there with her hand on on his head, which was awkward. But to then go home, put the perfume on herself and then touch herself, I just, I didn't get it. And I don't know if that's just Kurt Sutter being Kurt Sutter or if it's, I don't, I don't understand that scene at all. I think we were going 15 minutes over, which I'm happy. Give me an hour and a half. Give me two hours of this. Yeah. I didn't need that. No, I didn't need that <laughs> scene at all. I didn't but understand maybe, why. Maybe it'll pay off to something else. I don't know. All I can think of is there's going to be some sort of extension between her and Otto that that's going to be a relatable point for the two of them her understanding that pain and that need and that that want that he had maybe she was trying to put herself in that place it's uh, the only thing i could that's the only thing i can think of is that there's some thing that they're going to come together with on that odd disgusting moment we'll see um okay let's talk about nero and Gemma. my god Gemma is it's like all the thorns are pulled from her paws with this guy it's 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 almost like watching a different actress. I feel bad for Gemma when she's with Nero. Like, I want to root for her, and I want her to change, and I want her to be that person. We've never, as viewers, seen Gemma like this. We've never seen her actually soft, honest, caring, loving. We've never seen any of these things with her. And with the handicapped son, you know, Lucius, or Lucia, whatever his name is, like, I, I can't even believe how just... It didn't even seem like Sons of Anarchy, because... They just seemed like uh, being normal. Yep, you said normal. it best. You were like, "Look at them just being normal," and I, I feel like that had to probably have been a, a huge step for him to take her there as well. Yeah, because that's that a big deal. It is. It's showing that he. Y- I'm bringing you in the fold. I trust you. I want you to meet my son. Now we meet the son, right? Like if you yeah, when you're dating someone, like now it's time to meet my parents. Now it's time to meet the kids. Yeah, it's a very big deal, and um, it's just 
odd to see, but uh, I'm with you. Like, I feel like I'll give her another chance. Like I know, like and, I, and I've said so many times, why do they continue to give Gemma more chances? Why? She's never done anything good. And then I see her with Nero, and then I'm all of a sudden switching teams and thinking that she can be a good person. She can make the right decisions. But I think away from them. I think she has to get away too it's like the club's just in, in clay it's just uh, it's so poison now you, you know and you know in, in the tra- it's we're always what these shows are always seem like they're more tragedies than anything else and we know i uh, i just don't think that i think that ultimately she's goes with the club and clay and i think this poor guy gets killed and it was interesting when he went to the mausoleum and he said don't, i don't want to end up this way and he right. said it to her. Or so, and, and it was the first time I wrote this down that um, he was less careless about death. He's been pretty cavalier. Right. Like, ah, I've had a good ride. Whatever happens, happens. But in that moment, it was like, I don't want to. Don't let me end up like this. Or whatever he said. Yeah, uh, he said, I don't, don't let me, don't let me end up like this. But the, and then he also, the, in saying that to her, made you think that there's longevity in that relationship. Like he wants to be with her until the mm-hmm, end now. And mm-hmm. that was a big statement for him. And it's interesting too, which we have to touch on is the fact that he, he says, I date who I want. I'm too old for dating rules. Right. So that, that's an F you to Jax and bigger F you to Clay. To Clay. And what I loved is with their story arc, I love the fact that I don't know we're led to be, uh, I don't know uh, we're led to believe that it's not cut and dry. No, it, it can't be. It's not cut and dry. Meaning, I'm not gonna just okay. I'm not gonna let. Let's talk about her deal with 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 uh, with Jax. Jax. Uh, so j- she sits. She returns the key, and uh, Jax. She says, "I I the only happiness I have is with Nero and with the kids and with you right. kids." And um, is this deal she says solid? That she's light with Nero as well, which I think we've all seen. There's, she is light. She's a different person. Different with person. Him. It's also with Nero. She revealed how she was knocked up at eighteen, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's why probably we, sh- we see like such a teen romance kind of going on with her because none of that, you know, it was all it was her life just ended basically. Right. That's when she became an old lady, and uh, it seems to me with their story. She knocked up, had the kid. I feel like became. If, if, I'm speculating, but I feel like got into the club. Probably got a little too into the club. Right. Too into being Lady Macbeth. Spooked uh, JT. Right. Spooked him into being with the Irish, you know, his Irish mistress, and that's what made Gemma go with Clay and say let's kill this mofo because it was all about power he's not down for the cause anymore and I think that's how we're going to find out but I think that's how it all played out Um, but anyway to see her you know go to uh, Jackson say okay is this deal real she says it's real and smart wisely says I need to know what she says right because well, because Tara, I mean, as she knows, is kind of not the boss. Because no, no, no. she's end all be all when it comes when to those it comes kids. comes to those kids, yeah. and and for the first time, as you said, we didn't mention this when uh, Tara was with um, Otto. She says, "I'm an old lady." I'm an old lady. And you're like, that's the first time she said. She's that? ever said it. She said, "I'm an old lady protecting my man." Right. It's the first time she's ever called herself that. It's the first time she's ever addressed that. It's the first time she's. Like it, she's her the role of her 
changing and just her persona she walks different she everything's different about her and it's it's interesting to see that because she's doing things she would have never done three seasons ago and what a change between her relationship with Gemma where Gemma was the bully and the boss and now it's completely shifted yeah. she's the old lady of the president that's right and Gemma is now like she's on the outskirts and that's why she's like I need to hear it from her and she says you do it you do this and you're back in but it was interesting because Gemma said I have to be all in right with Clay right. if I do it I, I'm gonna go and you, like you said, we're going to see bad Gemma. Well, because Gemma, and, and that's what she, why she came to Jax, because she knows what she has with Nero is good and real. And going back to Clay means that she has to go back to Clay. And old habits come up, and you get comfortable, and you get right back into those bad habits. And she doesn't want to go back to that place. And she doesn't want to become that person, because I think she's finally starting to see the light and the hope that she can have a normal, healthy relationship that's not a power struggle, where they're not killing people and it's it will be healthy for her but is she willing to give up her family will will there be if she goes back with clay will there be anything genuine in terms of feelings with him or is it really going to be sleeping with the enemy i think it's going to be an internal battle for her every time she's with him because how do you not go back to those old feelings how do you spend time with someone that you once loved and had this life with whether it have been dishonest and horrible as it was how do you not have those feelings come back when you're with that person especially intimately because clay's not going to have her just sleeping in the house again i mean it's all or nothing right and the only way she's going to get that back from him that trust that where he tells her everything is by going all in and that's a huge move for her as huge as it was for Tara to say tonight that she could come back if she did this. Like, 100%, not only the kids, but your family. And you, th- but, and you think that, um, that there's a chance that she could develop real feelings for Clay in this whole thing? I do. I feel like wow. she'll get back into that old habit of old Gemma and doing the things that she used to do and, and that power. She loves that power. Right, that's her drug. And, and she doesn't have that battle. Nero has power over Gemma. In a weird way. Not in a, a way that Clay did, but Nero has this power over Jenna where she doesn't have to be that strong person anymore. She can just kind of be. Right. And with Jack, at uh, Jack's, <laughs> Clay, it's that constant power struggle. And I feel like that's her drug. And it's her kryptonite. And it's, it's going to be the end of her. Because mm. I don't believe that she will choose Nero over her family. No. And you know, it's sad she could have a new life. Like I was telling you, I said, I... Just go with Nero. Even tell Jackson Tara to F themselves. Start a new life. They'll come around, forgive you, and bring the grandkids around. They always do. As long as you prove you're on the straight and narrow, it's like just go away, you know. But the, those my babies, as she calls them, I and know. that club means so much to her that it's going to be too strong of a lure. Um, I'm. We've killed so many people on the show. Like I, I it's gonna stink if uh, it's gonna stink if Nero gets it, because I love Jimmy yeah. Smith. I love the character, but it's also shown that basically the sons came into his life and just polluted his world. Totally they brought threw it upside down. Nothing good. Nothing good so far at nothing. all. And I mean, I guess the business is up and running now. And then Lila. Yeah, but he had a good, good business. He had a good. They business. They blew up everything he had. Everything. Everything. He, they ruined everything. So it's going to, you know, you you hope it doesn't end in tragedy, but I, I, know, I don't see it ending any other way. And all because of a one-night stand with Gemma. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> lesson. Right? Yeah, no one-night stands. Stay right. away. And earlier we were talking about you yeah. having only one in your None. life. Never again. Took me one. 
and that, that was, was enough. It. Done. Done deal. Right. So, okay, moving on to the sheriff. Yes. Now here's where we had a little tragedy. So our TiVo, we were a few minutes behind, and we like to do that so we can fast forward over commercials. And uh, we got cocky, and our TiVo cut in what we think is the last minutes. So we rushed online. We and did. we and we did some research as to what happened. So we, we may be a little off. We so were, don't yeah. yell at us if we are. Please. I will catch up as soon as I get home and find out who our next president is. <laughs> right. No, we know. Because I have to who. find that out first. We it's know. projected. It's not official yet. Okay. By the way, I was I thinking. I need official. Who would the sons vote for? Oh, they Obama would. or Romney? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say they would vote for Romney because Romney flip flops so often that they would totally vote for Romney. I'm gonna say they wouldn't vote. Anti- really? Anti-establishment? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I'd say they'd go for Romney. But you're right. You know what? T- but today, according to the the principles I've uh, what I've understood is that they are much more modern and much more into politics, yes. and so maybe they would vote. Yeah, I guess it would be Romney. I don't know. Maybe it would be Romney. Anyway. They so couldn't th- buy off Obama. They can buy off Romney. They're going to buy off a billionaire? Stop that. Come mm. on. You All never right. know. So, uh, okay. Sheriff and Jax, uh, you know, they there's no there's obviously the body. We literally made it up to a point where the tailgate fell down. <laughs> he opens the tailgate and paws. And it ends. Done. Well, we read online... Is that Jack surmises has surmised on his own that he knows it's Juice who's the rat, anyway, and I guess which kills me because I'd love to know how we got to that point, and and I feel like that's part of what we may have missed, which breaks my heart a little bit. But it, the sheriff is at such a vulnerable place; he's lost everything he cares about. We haven't seen him in uniform in weeks. I mean, that's got to be a big deal for him. That man was always in uniform. It was pressed. It was perfect. He hasn't been in uniform. He's totally a different man. You see a different facial expression. He came up to the truck and was... He's accusatory. You have a gun. You have money. You have this. You're on probation. And I just... I feel for the sheriff so much because, I mean, he lost his wife. Right. Well, it seemed to me from what we read online that he's okay semi-okay because Roosevelt I mean because um, Frankie's dead Frankie's dead but he wanted Frankie alive did want him alive but he's still ha- he's still right. dead um, off Jax goes from what we understand it ends with a dark road and Juicy on his bike Jack's following him which I don't think he knows Juice is the rat. I think he's put two and two together that Clay is always with Juice. Juice has to know something. He knows something more. Did anything happen in the house before we got there? Right. I, f- I don't feel like he knows that he's the rat. I feel like he's going after Juice because he feels like Juice may have information. And well, I we don't know, but we don't know if... We don't know. Bec- we have to go home and see because we don't yes. know if, if he told the sheriff, listen, I don't need to know. I know who it is. Right, or if the sheriff said to him... This is your rat. Like, we don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's really frustrating. I apologize, you guys, the fans. I really apologize. Well, yeah, let's, we're sorry, um, guys. You, any news and gossip at all? Um, the only news that I have this week. There's not a lot of news. Not a lot of news on this show. Um, these guys stay really quiet. Um, Theo is still in New York. He is raising 
funds and canned goods and doing everything he can to get people in Staten Island gas and things like that from the hurricane. So thank you, Theo. Um, Ron Perlman is on Twitter, which he hasn't been, and everybody's really excited about it. Even oh the God. VP of FX tweeted that Ron Perlman was on Twitter. Who, so. who, um, Chuck Sappler? Uh, yes. Yes, I follow them all. Um, So Ron's on Twitter now. He's not as active as some of the other guys, but he's on there. Um, And they were very confident that their viewers would not be affected by the election tonight. All of them, right? Yeah. As 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 sons of anarchy, as FX, they were they were pretty confident that they weren't going to be touched tonight. So it's crazy because we are that apathetic as a nation, which is awesome. I mean, it's sons of anarchy. I like, know, I know. Don't I get me wrong. I've been on my phone checking CNN, but you've been, you have been. This is like I haven't taken my eyes off sons of anarchy. <laughs> yeah, no. This was an intense episode where the entire episode, Kevin was like, "No, no," hitting me in the shoulder. So yeah, yeah I was. You were, and you were like tweet. looking down at your phone, and I thought you were tweeting to. <laughs> cast members on Suns. I was. Well, I was doing that too. I loved seeing Chris tonight, Filthy Phil. I like seeing him back on because now that we know he's an amazing guy. He is his presence. I love his presence. He is. He's hunting right now, so safely back from hunting soon, and he wants to come back and see us all. Big, big time. I know the viewers loved him. So next week, I I want Twitter accounts on how many followers these guys have. They got got some big followers. Yeah? Yes. My measly 8,000 looks very small compared to that. Really? Huge Twitter following. Can we see that when you get... uh, Next week, I want some numbers. Yeah. And hopefully, next week, we may be shooting a day later, um, but we're supposed to have a awesome behind-the-scenes makeup artist who I'm really excited about bringing on named Tracy. So get some more behind-the-scenes dirt on the show, which we love. Uh, Okay, so I guess that's the news and gossip. We should probably move on to predictions. And now... Your After Buzz TV predictions. Still makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I want the ball. So the I can rub the, the, crystal, the crystal ball. ball? Yeah. Every like time this idea. comes on, I'm like, I need my crystal ball. I keep saying I'm going to buy one. Well, again, disadvantage. We did not see uh, their preview reel, but we juice juices next week gets confronted. Has to. Right. So, fingers um, crossed he tells the truth and grows some balls. Yeah. He's got to. He's got to. I think his, it's his loyalty to... It, I think what's going to be on the line, obviously, is his loyalty to Clay versus his loyalty to Jax and the club. He has to start questioning it at some point, though. He has to start questioning that Clay's just done too much. I don't know. Well, I mean, you saw it in his I face a little bit. I, I, I don't know, and I. It's interesting that I, it, I like that I don't know because it's not. Pre- it, it makes the show more fun. Of course. I just hope we don't kill him. Um, I think next week, Gemma starts taking some steps with Clay. Like you mentioned something interesting. She said, "I'm going to go away for a few days," almost like. Maybe I can get what I need out of Clay in two days and Never. come back. Never. It's going to take more than a couple of days to get on that trust back. I know that, but you think that's what she's thinking, maybe? Yes. Because I can wrap Clay up yep. fast and go back and we can resume our relationship. Yep. It's never going to happen. No. She's going to have to tell Nero, and it's going to not be good because Nero's not going to sit around and wait. Not for that. Bummer, bummer, bummer. Okay. So, at Chris Lee, where do we find you? Twitter at Chris Lee, K-R-I-S-I-L-Y. K-R- I tweet a lot, so be careful. K-R-I-S-I-L-Y. <laughs> yeah. All right, very good. You guys tweeted her. Uh, go to iTunes, written comment, mm-hmm. and uh, you can always write Phil at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> 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 and tell him you love him. 
Uh, I guess that's it. Wait, is that why? Hold on. What? This no, is seriously why I get fan emails. No, uh, he's never. I get fan emails to my personal email because of this. No, I'm gonna start doing this. This is no. what I found. This is. No, that's right. right. I'm gonna start doing that now. No, he's. That's the first time he's first ever done. Time. it. You're gonna love uh. the Suns fans. They're nice. I'm sure they are. Uh, why? I was nice wondering fans. why I get fan emails to my email account, <laughs> like email info at AfterBuzz TV at no, least. No, at After Kathy TV. Kelly will answer those. You know what, Kathy Kelly? You can write her too, Kathy Kelly at AfterBuzz yes. TV, right? Kathy Dot Kelly. Kathy Dot Kelly. That's yeah, right. She's good. Harass her. All right, you guys. She actually would be the most like Tara, Kathy Kelly. Right? I don't know if Kathy could get the bad part of Tara, but the beginning but of the Tara. The beginning yeah. of Tara. Absolutely. No, no, no. She's just, just, we just have to have her fall for the wrong guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because if you knew Kelly, Kathy, if you listen to Kathy on I her love shows, her. you would know she's Tara. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.